we're back again. Yes, Got sir. a very special guest today, guys. His name is Josh Ramsey. He is a freshman center back at Notre Dame. Well, no longer a freshman, technically. Technically. I mean, you're kind of in between now, but what a freshman year, man. What a freshman year. Josh, I've been training you for a few years now individually. Um, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, and I'm really excited to sit you down and, and hear more about your experiences this past year. But before we get started, man, what do you think of our, our setup here? It's nice, right? Pretty dope, pretty dope. It's getting there. It's getting there. (laughs) Moving on up. New and improved footy pod, guys. Taking baby steps. Still got a big blank wall that we got to take care of, but hey, we're working on it. Working on it. But Josh, why don't you just start by introducing yourself, telling everyone about kind of your background growing up, and um, and then, you know, how, and then you can talk a little bit more about this this past season and how that went for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, I'm a local kid, just spent most of my life here, just had a had a normal childhood growing up, and then around around seventh or eighth grade, things just really started to escalate for me in terms of like soccer and how committed I was to it. And just yeah, I'm just really blessed to be where I am right now. It's just I can't words can't describe. It. It's just been an unbelievable, I unbelievable that. journey so far. Honestly, if if I would have had the same experiences that you had, I'd probably respond the same exact way. And <laughs> and what's crazy is is only going to get crazier for you. Hope so. Hope so, yeah. you know. Buckle up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so the main topic of this episode, the title is How to Be a Champion, right? And so I wanted to bring you on to talk specifically about that because of just your mentality, your mindset. We've, you know, like I said, we've gotten to know each other uh, pretty well over the last few years, and I just am really fond of the way that you just look at life, the way that you approach uh, everything that you do. To me, being a champion is not about trophies, medals, but it's about your character, your mentality. So um, why don't you first just talk about like the moments you've actually been a champion, right? Yeah. You know, where, where you can actually identify as a, a real champion, where it shows up on, on reports of games, of, of, you know, of tournaments, you know, things like that. And then kind of, I guess, from there how that has shaped who you are now. Yeah, um, I just feel like, you know, like you said, being a champion isn't all about the trophies, but I think the trophies come whenever you do the things off the field that kind of just kind of shape you into the that kind of caliber of player, whether it's, you know, a professional, college, high-level amateurs. But, yeah, I just really... I commit myself fully to to the game or to anything in life, really. Um, you know, I've just fell in love. Like, you just got to be in love with the process. And I think that's a big thing for me is, like, I can remember, like, we used to train twice a week. And then I talked to my mom and said, hey, I need I need, need more. more of this. Yeah. I just can't get enough. Just got to become obsessed with the grind. And I just really think that's been a big part of who I am. You know, I'm. I just feel like. I might not be the best, but that's okay because I'm going to get there. Yeah. Like, no, just, yeah, just having that self-belief that, hey, people may be better than me now, but, you know, down the road, if I work harder for a longer period of time, you know, I'm eventually going to catch up and surpass people. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing that, you know, I tell the kids that I work with a lot. It's like literally anybody can go pro. 
anybody can play at a high level if they dedicate themselves to it. But you got to really be all the way into it. You know, you can't half-ass it. Like, if 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 you're committed, you put in the time, you have an opportunity. And it's just about staying consistent. So, you know, looking back at, at your time, you know, in high school, club, you played for a national championship team in solar. Um that's something that not many people accomplish. And I know that you had, you know, a team of pretty much all Division One players, yeah. right, who all have gone on and had their own experiences. But I guess what was – what did you notice about the social dynamic of that team that made you guys champions? Um, it was – those were my best friends on that team. Yeah. Like, it was funny. Like, we'd go to that hotel or we'd be in – like California, we spent that summer. We spent maybe I want to say three and a half weeks in a hotel, just us in that bubble. And you know, most people you'd think, oh, you'd get tired of each other, get boring. But no, like we spent every single second of those trips with each other as a family. And like, just I have some of the my best memories so far. Just thinking back to those trips where we were just hanging out, whether it be you know setting up FIFA tournaments or watching champions league games together just always being around each other and always hanging out it's just like that translates to the field so much it's just like you know i'll i die for the guy next to me every single game we're playing for the for each other and i think the biggest like the game that really like highlighted that the most was our first game of playoffs and we're going up, up against a seattle team with they got five homegrown players you know favorite to win the whole thing and you know we just I remember before that game we just got together and said hey sure they have these names but we're a family here like, yeah nothing can not, break that nothing can break that yeah. no team in the country has that and we went out there and we beat them 4-0 and <laughs> just from there you, you just knew we had something special and what what round was that uh that was first first game of this tournament. Game we of the were, tournament we were in the so-called group of death you know wow. that whole run we played Seattle Sounders, we played a team with the number one goal scorer in the country, we played Montreal Impact, we played FC Dallas, we played LA Galaxy, just knocking off the so Giants really one by like one. Set yeah. the tone for yeah, the rest of the for competition. Sure, absolutely. And just now before that game, did you guys genuine like obviously you had the the family bond, like you 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 believed in each other, right? But like did you genuinely believe that you could go all the way? I think, you know, we, so we were a new team. We came from two different teams within the Solar Club. And so starting off, we were kind of rocky, kind of butting heads. But, like, I remember we lost the game. And after the game, we kind of sat there and like, hey, guys, like, there's too much talent here. Like, we have a, we have something really special here. Like, we just got to get together. And So it was, it came from the players. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just everyone bought in. And that's just I'll, I'll never forget that team ever. That's awesome. How would you compare it to the Notre Dame, Notre Dame? Sorry, excuse me, Notre Dame team that you were just a part of. Um, and you guys just made a, a run all the way to the Final Four, which is super impressive. And to do it in your first year is, you know, you got a lot to live up to now. Like For the sure. expectations For are sure. a lot higher. So, did you did did you notice any anything different? in your first year with that team dynamic as opposed to the last championship team that you were on? It's funny because we kind of had a similar experience with that whole, like, 
we didn't start we didn't have a great start to the season you know we were projected to be last in the ACC not nobody looked at, like nobody expected anything from us and you know we just kind of had that chip on our shoulder like the entire way and uh we started off rocky we had a one three and one start and you know it came from our coach and our players we were just like hey like you know this is gonna happen like we just gotta trust that trust in the process basically yeah. and that's the biggest thing that I can remember like similarities between both these teams is that it's just nobody was bigger than the team everyone bought in and I yeah. just think that's really special like if you can get players like that who can buy in and just work hard for each other and uh I think that has a lot to do with the different cultures and and like soccer in general because mm-hmm. We played teams that had a lot of talent, like Pitt, for example. Yeah. Most talented, most feared team in the country. Like, we went up there, and they had a 22 unbeaten streak, and they sold out that stadium, and it was just <laughs> packed. It was nuts. And just to see you guys beat just, their ass. Yep. Yeah, just, you know, I remember before that game, we everyone just had that look, like, we're going to go out there and kill these yeah. guys. Just, the stage was set. The stage was set, you know. and That like, was the first time you guys played them. That was this, the second this, time. Oh, that was the second yeah, game. Yeah, so... What was the result of the first time you guys played? So we beat them 1-0 in extra time. So you beat them all three times We beat them all three times, yep. That's hard to do, man. Very, That's very really hard, hard to do. <laughs> Even beating a team twice in one season is hard to do. I know, and it's it's funny because that, that, pit, that pit series will always be kind of, I don't know, personal, I guess. Because yeah. the year before, they beat us three times in a row. Really? And so, like, just... So now they're gonna they're gonna be coming gonna, back next year. Right? <laughs> for sure, for yeah. sure. But so will we, you know. Yeah. Just. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, you obviously just mentioned a few similarities in the two team team dynamics. Like obviously, you know, players buying in is super important, but also players taking ownership is super important. Like you can buy into something, and you can you can you can go with the flow. You can do what you're told, but at the end of the day, if you don't like fully take ownership of yourself and your team, then you're never going to maximize your potential. And I think that 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 piece of it, from what I heard you say, is probably the most important piece. Absolutely. You know, with with this last year in Notre Dame, there wasn't a single passenger on that team. Like, whether it, you played 90 minutes or you didn't play at all, everyone still showed up and gave it their all every yeah. single day. And I think that that's what help build our strong culture that we have and I think laid the foundation to the success that we had like even when we were losing games you know like we still stuck together I remember away at Kentucky it was like the third weekend and we were like we lost against IU in our opening game and then we beat NIU and then we went to Kentucky and they like we just didn't show up to play that game just it was an off day and I remember they had a pretty pretty full stadium and just after the game, just hearing them going, just like saying hi to their friend, fans and their fans just like chanting them. It's just like we just kind of sat there like, let's just remember this feeling. Yeah. Like, let's just soak this in and then back to work tomorrow. You yeah. Know? Just. Yeah. So like obviously taking ownerships, ownership whenever things are going well is critical, but even more so when things don't go well. Like can you take responsibility for – mistakes that you made like the things that you could have done better absolutely like it's easy to do all the hard things when you're winning but mm-hmm. like when you're losing it's yeah tough to you know get up for those 6 a.m lifts or those 
extra training sessions with the captains. It's just, but it's, you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I can speak, you know, from experience this season, I coach your younger brother on my ECNL team, uh, DKSC U16 boys, and he's actually a U15 that's playing up. He's a goalkeeper. He's really developed a lot so far this, this year and looking forward to continuing to see him develop. But, you know, we started rough, really rough. And, and uh, you know, these these players that I brought in were all players that, I believed in and I thought would fit my system very well, but had no prior experience playing mm-hmm. at the top, top level, for sure. you know, and, and so for them, they're all coming up to a new level that they've never experienced before. And, and they didn't really understand what it took to be successful. And we started, you know, we, we, we played a preseason tournament, showed pretty well, got knocked out in the quarter, quarterfinals and we probably should have gone a little bit further. Uh, but then we pretty much started our ECNL season right away. Like we had no other games to really warm up for it, and we started our season zero and eight, zero and eight, like zero <laughs> and eight, zero wins, eight <laughs> losses. That's John tough to take, man. <laughs> That's tough to take. Like especially for kids that age, like mm-hmm. they don't under they they don't see past what's happening right now. Like they they can only see, you know, their the horizons are very near for them like you can't see off into the distance they can't see you know what the work that they're doing now how it's going to pay off later on for sure and so that was the message it was just constantly like keep working keep working keep working keep working and then obviously you know when there's little behavioral issues things like that that's when you have to kind of lay the hammer down just set the tone a little bit but we turned it around and, and slowly but surely like they started to believe they started to you know work for each other they started to want to do more and and we went on a run of winning or losing only two games in our last 16 for the end of the fall season and that's like no one expected us to do that but you know like like you just said you know it's it's a matter of just when things are getting hard continuing to stay consistent continuing to do the work and understanding that if you do that it's not it's not just always going to be the way that it is, right? For like sure. things might not be going your way, but if you are consistent, if you are doing the right things, eventually they will turn around. Of those eight games that we lost, could have won probably six or seven of Absolutely. them, right? And so, you know, there's that to it as well. If we would have just won maybe three or four of them, I mean, it's a completely different vibe around the team, but we lost all of them. And so, it, it was tough to dig ourselves out of that hole, but all you got to do is just focus day by day, day by day. Just chip away at it. You know, slowly start digging yourself out of that hole because it's not going to happen overnight. Um, so, you know, obviously with them, they still have a long way to go. They're still very young and, and understanding, like, really, truly the, the work and the discipline it takes to get to your level um, is going to take more work for them. But we started to make that progress, and your brother's been a huge part of that. And I know you've been seeing what we've been doing from afar. And, you know, like I said, it's just I knew that we were doing the right things, so that's why it never broke my confidence because I've, I've been through that. I've been kind of where you are, you know, maybe not quite at that level, but I, I know what it takes to, to be that. And, sure. and, and, and they don't quite understand that yet, but for me it's just about staying consistent in my message, staying consistent in the energy that I bring to them every day, um, and eventually they, they'll, they'll get it. It'll click, you know. 
So, I mean, even just doing a podcast like this, they'll, they'll, they'll hear it, you know, they'll listen to it. They're, they're going to want to hear what you have to say and, and just exposing them to more and more and more of that just mindset. Like it's going to click in their heads at yeah. some point. Cause I mean, I think we've all heard of that championship mentality. And I think a lot of times it does come from going through those things, whether it's a start like Sean's team had, Owen or whether it's a start like you guys had, cause that forces you to actually, like you said, you got to be aware. You yeah. got to know what was going wrong, what was going right, and you got to kind of add those things into it. So in a sense, you learn a little bit about what it takes to avoid being on that losing side as opposed to, say, you start off really strong and then once it gets a little harder, you don't really know how to react. Yeah. So I think, honestly, like, champions really built just from whether it's the struggle throughout a season. From the struggle, yeah, man. From the struggle. Could be a season that's could be one game. Just depends on all how you take it. I mean, that's that's where they're struggling right like, there. You know what it's like to be down in the bottom. So when you're mm-hmm. on the top, you work just yep. that extra harder because you know what it's like to be down there, and that's not a place where Absolutely. where you want to go back to. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes is just it's it's very simple. It's without struggle, there is no progress. Absolutely, you literally have to struggle to then move forward. You have to go through adversity to get better. Um, you know, just with that team, like we played in a couple of tournaments towards the end of the, the fall season. We went to a final of, of uh, it was a Texans fall fest. We just didn't show up to the final at all. Got smacked. I told them afterwards, like pulled up their runners up medals. I was like, y'all want this shit? Like y'all really want this? So I was like, I don't want it. And, and they're like, no, nah, we don't want that. We don't want that. I was like, all right, well, you're going to want to keep it for memories, but like put this up on your wall and all I want you to think about is how you never want to receive one of those ever again. It's funny cuz you know, that's how I feel with all my college cup stuff. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's cool to have, but also it's just burning in my back of my mind like, hey, I want to get back to that place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I lift the I want to be the team that wins cuz like we're going into that game, I'm like, you know, I'm going to give it my all because at the end of the day, no one remembers the losers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's just part of who I am. You know, like people will say, oh, it's great that you made it that far. But to me, it's like, okay, it is. But I want, I'm striving. I'm always striving for more. And like, I never, even when I reach the highest of highs, like I'm just thinking, what more can I do? What's the next level that I can reach? It, you should never be satisfied, never, yeah, ever. Right. And and that was just like in that moment, it was a perfect example for me to like paint the picture of what we are truly trying to accomplish. And the very next weekend, we play in the Bobby Ryan Invitational, which it's a big tournament, like Dallas highly Cup competitive yeah. Dallas Cup qualifier, and we won it. We went all the way through, like won all of our games. I think we drew one that that didn't ultimately matter because we were already qualified for the knockouts at that point. But that was part of our run of, you know, only two losses in 16 games. Like, and we qualified for Dallas Cup. And now they have the feeling like, hey, we, we are champions, you know. And, sure. and just like at that age, you know, you can, you can talk about it with them. And, and even just going back to our Footy Factory Academy days, like yeah. we talked about it with them. But, man, we never won anything. And it was just so, so frustrating. Like, <laughs> It's really hard for us to stay positive with them and, and us to continue encouraging them when, I mean, we're not getting the results, right? Yeah. And so obviously, like, getting those results helps reinforce that message even more. So I'm really looking forward to when we come back. We're just playing futsal this winter. They're all doing their high school stuff. 
which I'm not really too fond of, but <laughs> probably next year we're not going to let him play high school because, I mean, we're missing out on a big opportunity like Absolutely. gain a leg up on mm-hmm. other competition. And so, you know, with that said, I think futsal, even though training a little bit less is going to help them, they're going to come back sharper, faster, you know, just more technical and, and, and you know, smarter as well. But I'm really looking forward to this spring and, and seeing how we can kind of compound the efforts that we saw in the fall. Mm-hmm. But um, moving to the next little question I have for you, what was like, as you rose up through the ranks of, of your career, like, you know, you started in club, you, 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 you know, managed to get yourself into better teams along the way. You ended up going and playing for San Antonio FC one summer came back, played for FC Dallas. That was your last year before college, right? You spent some time with the U.S. U-20 team. Um, through those times, like, what did you, what, I guess, what um, was your typical daily routine as you rose through those ranks? Are, is there anything that, that you have continued to uh, uh, keep a part of your routine or have added on to your routine? Yeah, um, you know, back when I was a solar, I was still, you know, attending normal high school. And, well, I did that for about a semester. And then I got the opportunity to go to San Antonio. And, you know, I had to think about, you know, I had to leave my family. I had to leave my friends. I had to, you know, totally have another level of commitment. I lived by myself, you know, and just had to really look after myself and learn, like, different habits that I needed to pick up from the other guys but you know to me I saw that I had kind of reached my ceiling at this youth level and I needed more development and time and like at a different level so like you said like there's no progress without struggle and Mm -hmm. I just really you wanted to immerse yourself into an environment where you were definitely going to struggle absolutely so I made the switch to online high school and you know rest has kind of took over for itself but I learned a lot of lessons I learned a lot about myself first and foremost when I during my time in San Antonio and I just got to be surrounded by these you know ex-MLS ex-professionals in Europe yeah still professionals still Mm -hmm. with that drive you know to compete every single day no matter what and I the biggest thing I learned is like how much of a struggle it really is because it's a full-time job yeah people kids really don't understand like what that looks like I feel like you know they're used to just oh 7 30 at night let's I have training you know whether it be Monday Wednesday Thursday or five days a week but you know just being in that environment where every day I'm getting to the facility you know an hour before training starts so I can get a good breakfast get your treatment take, get yeah. my treatment get in my right frame, frame of mind and just seeing what those guys did you know like I had a dude on that team you know he played in Schweinsteiger's testimonial game like he played (laughs) Champions League football and it's just like seeing what he did every day and like how he how he did it like it's just a professional like Mm -hmm. it's like you know your parents go to work from nine to five and they're there to work and it's the same thing but in soccer yeah Yeah. it's work it's work Mm -hmm. yeah and I just remember you know being disciplined enough, you know, hey, I have to be in bed by this time so I can wake up at this time so that I can start my routine. It's just, I really became conscious of everything that I was doing because I knew, like, it's going to take every single, like, part of me to 
And the sad thing was that I was doing all those things and I didn't see a minute of the field. And it was just like, okay, like people give up so much just to be a part of these professional teams and it still takes another level mm -hmm. to, you know, strive and to actually be successful, be successful at that professional. level. Yeah. yeah but mm -hmm. to me, I understood that, you know, like you said, like I've always felt like I've had a big, like I could see past my horizons. Like mm -hmm. I can see, okay, this is going to help me because I'm getting exposure. And at the time I was only, I was 17, 18 years old. And I mean, I'm only 19 now, so not much, not much of a difference, <laughs> but doesn't seem like it. <laughs> but to me, like that, who I was as like first coming into that environment versus now, it's just a whole different person. I really just cannot, couldn't be thankful enough for that opportunity, but just, you know, seeing what it took. And like, even though I wasn't playing at all, I still showed up every day with, Hey, okay, I'm going to make them like notice me. I'm going to put in a hundred percent and you know, it might not pay off. You know, I might, I might not ever see the field, but I know that personally this is going to make me better. And this yep. is what's going to like, maybe not now I'm going to play, but I know in two, three years, yeah. then I'm going to yeah. you know, have a whole step above like people my age. And I just, mm -hmm. it's just that, that compound effort. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Like I just have a lot of, self-belief and self-confidence because I know that I'm willing to do a lot of things that other kids aren't yeah. willing to do. So that's funny. You say that because like I was, was talking to someone, you know, today about that. Like, just like I, I'm confident in myself. I have what I call quiet confidence where I don't necessarily need to like tell people, Absolutely. That. Yeah. but the reason I have that confidence in myself is because I know I'm doing the right work all the time and Absolutely. I trust the work that I do. And so if I just continue to stay consistent in it, then I'm always going to be putting my best for foot forward. I'm always going to present the best version of myself. And how can you not be confident I mean, when you know you're doing that? That's mm -hmm. one of my favorite quotes is hard work beats talent when talent yep. doesn't work hard because the, it's just true. Like yeah. Hard work works. Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of, you know, I remember growing up and I just, saw these kids that were already getting like professional contracts at 15, 16. And I like thought to myself, man, like I really want that. So like, I just knew that, you know, I took a step back and I said, Hey, am I good enough? Yeah. Not right now. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what some kids really need to, and I think everyone really needs to have the confidence in themselves to be able to take a step back and be like, Hey, yeah, I'm not, I'm not good enough right now. And that's, I remember I was talking to my mom. I said, I really want to do this thing. And so I sat down and I made a list and went down the list of things that I want to get better at and things I want to improve mm -hmm. on. And then just checking off that list and just yeah. constantly, constantly making improvements and never staying not satisfied. Is not, that's not the word I'm looking for. Cause like, you know, you should be like, I'm satisfied with where I'm at. And yeah. I'm like, obviously it's an unbelievable like opportunity for me, but at the same time, I'm still always, reaching for more and like just yeah yeah i feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle with is it's okay to have confidence in yourself but still know what you need to work on yeah you sometimes you find people that are just so confident in their strengths that they don't even they don't like you said they don't take a step yeah, back exactly. to look at the weaknesses and it's yeah, like exactly. hey if you just rely on that at some point those weaknesses are going to get exposed whether it's at the college level or the pro level or even in life yeah like with yeah. anything yeah friends family 
just always gotta just always gotta take a look back because I mean you can always be a better version of yourself. Absolutely, always. Self awareness is where it starts mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and you're someone that is very self aware. You every environment that you stepped into, you've gone into it with an open mind, ready to just adapt and be flexible, and 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 that's where you're able to really like pick up on the things that either confirm that hey you are doing the right things or open your mind to a new way of doing things and that's something that I really like about you so you know as you've gone up through those levels I'm going to ask this question kind of again in a different way but what what differences have you had to make in your daily routine to get the most out of yourself it's only a kick a jump a block It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, um, you know, being at the highest level, you know, you get to see people that are doing the right things, but you also see people doing the wrong things and kind of cheating themselves almost. And like, just I realized like you know I'm, I'm a big FIFA player and I would stay up all night playing FIFA and then I just realized like hey like I gotta cut th- I gotta cut this out you yeah. know like I gotta make sacrifices because it's just a waste of time exactly and but I would say for a soccer player if there's any way that you're gonna waste time that would probably be the just, best way to yeah, waste exactly. it you know because it is still kind of playing yeah. the game in your mind but yeah you totally know, like you could be doing something more productive. Just being conscious of every single thing that's, you know, my body's my tool that I'm going to use. Yeah. And it's going to, you know, I need to make, I'm looking to make money off of it, whether that's through scholarship or professional career. It's like, yeah. what's going to, what can I do to optimize my performance on the field? And that was, you know, I had to really make some serious changes. I started making my own meals. Like I, my mom gets yells at me all the time, but she'll make her dinner. And I'll make my like show me dinner your, for what's the family. What's your go-to? Man. What's your go-to? Uh, you know, I'm a big chicken rice and you can't go wrong guys. with that. You can't go like, wrong with man, that. If I tried that in my house, my mom would have thrown that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it the wrong Boy, way. Boy, you're gonna eat what I give you. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but that's. I mean, my mom is. You know, she's done so much to me, yeah, and she yeah, kind of yeah. understands what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do, and yeah. she she'll do anything to like help yeah. me. So like, for she's sure. kind of taking a step back. Okay, like I see what you're trying to do. Like let me help you and you know like she helps me buy groceries and just set up meals and it's funny like I would I was like in college like sleep was a big thing for me so she went with me we ordered a big sound machine a big like got all like my sleep kit that I use yeah just just, so what what's like your normal wake-up time uh I like to wake up at like 7 30 okay it's a good time to wake up you need you need to sleep. Like I've never been, I've tried to to you know get myself into the habit of like waking up at five six a.m. Yeah, yeah, but, but I just can't do it, man. Like I I need my important. sleep. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, like I'll go to bed at like ten thirty, wake up at seven thirty, and just ready to attack each day. And kind of, I like to use that time to just kind of think to myself, okay, today's a new day. What do I want to, what do I want to do it today? So yeah. Just that alone time, I think, is very, very important for me. For sure, yeah. I know when we when we spoke kind of before we, you know, 
made the outline for the podcast and started to plan for it just to kind of like touch base you you'd mentioned that that was something that you really struggled with at first like you know kind of just dealing with things on your own out in college like like you know when you're in san antonio you were on your own a little bit but i know that your family still came to be with you quite a bit and so maybe it wasn't quite the same thing, but you know, at Notre Dame, like you're on your own. Yeah. You know, so no, one, no one's waking me up in the morning telling yeah. me to, you know, eat breakfast, do all this. It just comes from within, and like I, I honestly view myself as someone with a lot of self discipline because mm-hmm. I know like what I want to, what I want to do. Like I have goals that you know I'm not gonna let anyone else tell me like no. Right. Kind of and. I just think that it's important for like kids to un- like start self-discipline at a young age. You know, like don't rely on your mom to tell you to go to practice because that's the- it's funny we're having that struggle with my brother right now. It's like <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't want to go to practice yeah. and stuff like that. And I feel like that's a common like thing. Like, oh, yeah. of course, like everyone gets to that point. Yeah, where, like soccer's fun, but yeah. you know, there's sometimes where you're just like, oh, I'm tired. Like, I how can I do? Like, yeah, you just don't want to go, but. And that's where the love like well, yeah. takes over. The passion just, takes over. I like, just think about those days. Like even on days like yesterday, I was I could barely move. I was stiff, but like I was like, you know what? Like, gotta get something I, out of I this. I got it. Yeah. Like yeah. I only, I'm only gonna have this two hour session once. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can either waste it away or I can you know get something out of it. Yeah. I think Absolutely. what you said there was big about having the self awareness early, because yeah. I feel like a lot of times with players going to college, that's really when you see them fall off yeah it can go one of two yeah, ways you one know? of two like, ways because i mean depending on like you know who you hang out with in high absolutely. school or what extracurricular activities you do you get to college and then it hits you you have where, the freedom to choose yeah you have the freedom to do whatever you want no one's looking over your shoulders so then you start to kind of think about oh well maybe i can sacrifice sleep here to go hang out with my friends or sleep yeah. here to go to this party and a lot of a lot players of in college sucked, yeah sucked into yeah. the to the mm-hmm. i mean it, it and it is college, like, you want to yeah. have a good, like, you, you want to enjoy yourself, but you also, like, I hung out with people, but I also, like, sit down. while people were staying out till, like, 2, you know, I'd stay out till, like, 10.30 and then yeah. be like, okay, exactly. guys, like, I got to go to bed, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just really think that's a huge part of the game that people really kind of underlook is that, like, gaining self-reliability at a young age mm-hmm. just yeah. really really can make or break a player because just ownership ownership yeah. just goes yeah. back to that you know it's just like do you want it or not like Absolutely. what are you going to do differently from everyone else to separate yourself and if everyone else is you know um skipping practice or not you know putting their full uh, attention and intent into what they're doing and you're doing the same thing, well, guess what? Y'all are staying the same, yeah, you know? For sure. And if you guys are both at practice, but you're giving your best and, and someone else is not, emotions, just, yeah. you just close the gap a little bit if they're ahead of you, or you like open a, the gap a little bit exactly. if they're behind you, you It's know? not like a day-by-day day thing that's, like, over time. Over time, it adds starts, up. Like, it's not just, oh, one session, you know, you see this guy's so much better. It's just that constantly, you know, he might be here and it might, it's just going to slowly kind of separate yourself. Just compounded effort. That's all it is. Um, so we talked about a little bit about like self-awareness and stuff. 
you know, that's something that I feel like I've I've always had, and I don't know where it came from. But do you know where yours came from? Um, it's funny because uh, I really think it's just I'm a product of my environment. Like my, I've known that I've wanted to be a professional for a long time, but I've had the, my parents, my coaches have always known that I want that too. So they've just kind of like steered me like, Hey, this is what it's going to take. You know, do you like, this is reality. Like, do you want to really do this? Because if you do like, these are the certain things like, yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, go to the gym for two hours every day after practice. I'm going to have to, you know, not go to normal school, not have a normal childhood, and not be able to go on like family vacations all the time. Not go out and party, not, not commit exactly. yourself to like a girlfriend who's going to like, exactly. you know, need time and attention, <laughs> right? Like not that that's a bad thing. I'm not <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, that you yeah. can't achieve. No, you're totally right. But like but it, those it, things it, are great. Truth. Those mm-hmm. things are like you can have those things. That's yeah. okay, yeah. but yeah, yeah. you want this mm-hmm. or you say you do. So do you like if you want, you know, a professional career, play it be a, the highest level player that you can like Yeah. It's just you got to pick and choose. Yeah. And if you are going to have a girlfriend, are you going to be able to communicate with them well enough so that For they sure. understand what you are trying to accomplish? And then not only do they accept it, but are they going to support you through yeah, it too? Exactly. You know, because then if you can find that, that can just that can just yeah. elevate everything that you're mm-hmm. doing. And like, I think what I've done a really good job of over, like, and my family's helped me a lot is just eliminating distractions. Yeah, I've. And I kind of, beginning of the year, I kind of got a little bit distracted. Like, <laughs> it, not totally, but like, my performances weren't as they were later in the season because mm-hmm. I kind of realized, like, kind of had this moment. I remember my dad calling me. He was like, You look kind of tired out there. Like, what's going on? And I just, we had a conversation. Like, yeah, I just <laughs> been getting sucked into like the kind of college life, like yeah. staying out super late. And I was like, You know what? Like, this isn't, I, you want to just invite her up on the couch, yeah. see if she'll just lay there? Got a fourth member now? Yeah. <laughs> Mila. Mila, welcome to the show, Mila. <laughs> Footy dog. Yeah. <laughs> and she I, felt left out, so we had to bring her out here. <laughs> you know, I kind of just had this moment of self-reflective, like, just kind of sat in the mirror and was just like, hey, like, what are we doing here? Like, do I want to, <laughs> do I want to be a normal college student with that? And that's fine. Like, yeah, I can that's okay that's okay like if know, that's what you want to do that's what you yeah. want to do like mm-hmm. it's okay but i realized like no like i i'm different than everyone i want to be mm-hmm. that high level player and it's like the next like literally the next game i that's when i everything kind of took off for me nice yeah. it's good that your dad was just straight up with you you yeah. know a lot of parents would be like oh, i remember, I remember tough that game. Phone josh call. be good on yeah. the next yeah. josh yeah. hey been sleeping or what <laughs> Let's get this together. Absolutely. Exactly. I think that's where I feel kind of lucky to be where I am because mm-hmm. I I have that foundation. I have yeah. that relationship with my parents where they can, you know, they they tell me how it is like it yeah, is. Yeah. Like they're not mm-hmm. sugarcoating anything, and Mm-mm. and like it's just no one in my life. I feel like so far, like growing up through my development, mm-hmm. is like they've always told me how it was because they've. I feel like they've had belief in me and they've seen like what like how committed I am to yeah. the game. 
you got to get used to that criticism early because where we think you're headed, where you're probably headed, you're going to see it on Twitter, Instagram from all the fans, like <laughs> yeah. you hear it. Oh, that's true. That's One bad true. performance, they're going to be all up on you like yep. that. So definitely knowing how to take <laughs> For sure. the criticism now, not even necessarily criticism, just knowing how to take honest feedback exactly. from people yeah, and exactly. use it as a way to kind of give yourself some fuel to boost yourself. And the thing, like, the way I look at it is like, okay, if you're not, if you ask for feedback, be prepared to get your feelings hurt because mm, yeah. if it's really, if someone's giving you true and honest feedback, then sometimes it's not going to be, oh, you're doing great. Sometimes mm-hmm. let's pick it up. Like, yeah. here's what you need to do wrong. And it's taking that information and not being like, no, like you're wrong. Like I'm, I'm a perfect player, you know, like it's being able to be like, okay, like take a step back, look at yourself and be like, you're right. How, now, how can I get better? Don't sulk in the moment. Don't. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm always like thinking, like, how can I take someone's feedback, and then I always make a plan of how yeah. I'm gonna improve on it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're living the right way, Josh. <laughs> so, you know, just a couple of thoughts that I had from what we've talked about so far. You've talked about kind of your past winning experiences. We've gotten into now, actually, what it takes to be a winner. The main thing is like results, like they come from the preparation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like we talked about, you know, your routines before, and and those routines, those winning routines, are the building blocks of Absolutely. success. That is what makes you a champion. Like I said earlier in the episode, it's not trophies, it's not medals that make you a champion. It's who you are, what's inside uh-huh. of you. You know. Um, you know, winners have to be fluid. They have to be flexible. They have to adapt to certain situations. They have to be open-minded and self-aware. And, and you know, the, the main thing is, like, they make sure that their progress always is going forward. Mm-hmm. They never quit. They never exactly. quit. Um, so how did you adapt to each level that you grew? And then what was the, the, the main thing that you had to adapt to or or the hardest thing that you had to adapt to once you got to Notre Dame yeah just I feel like no matter what team I'm on or what level I'm playing at I'm always gonna be a sponge like that was my thing this year was I'm this year I'm going to learn so much I'm gonna become such a different player because I'm just gonna I'm going into a new team with a with people from a bunch of different backgrounds different playing styles different coaches different philosophies and I just wanted to use that. People, some people may be intimidated by that, but me, I looked at it like, okay, the only, I'm only going to get better by doing this. Like, and that same kind of thing with San Antonio. Was like, I wasn't sure. Like, I, people that I there didn't speak, like we didn't speak the same language, but yeah. still I was able to see, like, through their actions on the field and them, you know, because football is a universal language. It and is. So, like, I just was able to just soak in so much information, like even game to game and watching, like that's a big thing this year that like I really enjoyed was the amount of film we watched mm-hmm. because it allowed you to be, to look at the game. Cause like you play a game and like you think like, oh, I did the right pass every time. Like, oh, you know, I completed a pass. That's my job. But looking back at film, you can see, oh, I completed the pass, but also I could have looked for this yeah. or, you know, I was in this position defending when I could have been in this one to cut out this pass. And mm-hmm. just, I just, I, like, I just want to be a sponge and kind of like, I think that's what kids have to realize is that 
you know, you don't know everything as a football. You yeah. will never know anything. And no matter how good you think you are, you can always be better. And, you know, sometimes you might not think a coach or a teammate has, like, a understanding or maybe have different kind of ideologies of, like, different things about the game. But you can always, instead of being, like, blocking that and be like, no, you don't know what you're talking about, kind of take it in and really, like, see, like, okay, like, let me hear what you have to say. Maybe I can add on to the way yeah. I see things. Yeah, I mean, through through our experiences, we develop our level of perception. And so it's like, what 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 can you take from people to help develop that? And then what do you want to leave behind that you don't uh-huh. really want to, to, to have a part of your your being at all it's funny like every environment i've been in i've always you know wanted to take a piece of every like each person Mm -hmm. i've dealt with with me yeah Yeah, absolutely and for managers as well like you know just using like pep guardiola as an example arguably the best manager in the world i mean i would say that he is you know and he's one of the ones that speaks out the most about just not knowing everything you know and that's okay like a it lot is. of people that mm-hmm. scares them but you know just you got to embrace that fact and and like if you're insecure about yourself then yeah. you're not going to admit uh-huh. those things either but he's very confident in himself and he's not afraid to admit when he's done something wrong or when he doesn't know something or when he wants to learn something more you know and 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 that applies to anything that you do as a player as a manager as you know, I don't know, a, a lawyer, a doctor, like anything that you do, like you have to have that open mind and just always be wanting to learn and, and get more information. And that's that's something I think I kind of struggled with when I moved to San Antonio because, you know, part of me, like I was excited, but another part of me, I was like, oh crap, like, am I, am I good enough? Like, is that, like, I was just afraid that, you know, like that constant back in my mind, like, oh my God, these guys are at such a higher level than me, yeah. but I wish I could have been like, you know, just not been afraid and really like, I'm, I belong there. Like, yeah, I belong. And so I'm going to use this opportunity. I wish I would have asked more questions like with the head mm-hmm. coaching staff rather than just the players, because with yeah. the players, you know, they're going to, they're going to like have your back, but like yeah. the coaching, like the assistant coaches, like, what kind of questions would you have asked? Just like, I should have asked for more. I was afraid to ask for feedback because I wasn't confident yet and I was afraid of what they were going to tell me. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of just shoved it to the side and like kind of, it was kind of the elephant in the room Mm -hmm. that I never really wanted to address. Mm -hmm. And I just really wish that I I would have done it. Yeah, just put it out in the open. Yeah, because like what's the worst thing they're going to tell you is the truth and what you can, you can do so many things with the feedback that they Mm -hmm. give you. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of players are afraid of of asking those questions that's one main thing that i'm trying to establish with with the players on my team is like they're under 16 now so so this is the first year where it's like your career is in your hands yeah you don't have your parents aren't going to do this for Uh you anymore and some of them are still being kind of babied by their parents can you can you call my coach and can you call my coach like you know this and that and I mean, I've made it very clear, like, I'm not going to have discussions with parents about that. The players need to come up and talk to me, and and I'll be completely open with them. Like, I always have their best, best interests in mind. I'm trying to help them. I'm I'm trying to help them, but I'm also trying to help the team, and so... And that's what kids need to understand is that, like, like, 
a hundred percent of the time the coach wants the best for the yeah. player. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah. sometimes players create this false like false narrative in their head that the, oh, coach, the is coach is against them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, like that's never the case. Yeah. Never, I think sometimes never, that can even come case. from the parent too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like if the kids know the kid might know what he's doing at practice, he knows what he's doing off the field and sometimes the parents just oblivious to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It comes back to like you said, you had the right support system around you. Yeah. I know the best parents that I dealt with when I was coaching that you dealt with are the ones that were just honest. It was like, <laughs> hey, I know my kid's not playing a lot. What can he do? Can he, what can he do? Can yeah. he get extra yeah. sessions? Can he do this? Can he do and that? It's not, but even then, it yeah. should come, like, it okay, should, at the level that we were at the, before yeah, with yeah. the kids, like, that's yeah, yeah. different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. the parents are yeah. a little bit, need to be a little bit yeah. more, take a little mm-hmm. bit more ownership of that situation. Mm-hmm. But at this level, like, they need to, they need to learn how to communicate. Yeah how to have those conversations. Like you just said yourself, like you were afraid to have that conversation with your coach. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm happy with my parents. And like, I couldn't thank them enough because like they've done so much for me, but at the end of the day, like it always was initiated by me, whether that was extra training sessions, whether that was, you know, I'm not happy right now. Like it's just, it always came from me and like, they've helped me and they've been like, okay, I'm not going to do it for you, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you the way, like, I'm going to put you in the right direction, but at the end of the day, like, you have to take care of it yourself. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard getting that message through to them sometimes because they don't see that yet. But when they get to that level, they'll understand, you know, that they're just so much more mature on that level than their peers. Right. Because they've been forced to Trans- actually like communicate and that translates to the pitch because you don't have that anxiety of exactly what's you're just free to play like maturity off the pitch is always going to lead to more maturity on it mm-hmm. for sure and and at the highest level like the players that are mature that know how to make the right decisions that don't get flustered under pressure that you know can make mistakes but then fix them the ones that are consistent the oh. ones that have the right attitude the right mentality are always the ones that stand out because at that level like i mentioned to you guys in in training yesterday at that level everyone's good everyone's good everyone's good it's those things that make the difference that create that longevity that sustainability for your career so yeah i'm 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 totally with you on that um so with one season under your belt now at notre dame the expectations are a lot higher you know, you guys went really far. It being yeah. your freshman year, like it's hard. It's hard to top that. What are you going to do differently this year? Now, what what are some things that you want to focus on to better yourself to make sure that you're even more prepared yeah. to not just like match the level that you had this uh, year, but true. raise it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. Like I've had this kind of going in, like in my mind, in the back of my head, the whole season. It was like, okay, freshman year is going to be about like just learning and just, yeah learning from every single experience, whether that be in the classroom, you know, like what's happening, like getting used to the college, like college education, like the schooling is completely different, but like it was about not kind of being a passenger, but soaking it all in for the next year is like, for me, it's going to be about like kind of almost taking over. Like I'm going to, because now you got to be the not, man because yeah. your, your, your center back partner is graduating. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's just for me, I'm going to take this year. I'm going to feel like, on, like I have no words to describe our relationship. Like it's mm-hmm. just been 
I've learned so much from that guy about just leadership and, you know, being a, a good leader on and off the field. And I'm so thankful that, you know, he was there, but I feel like the timing's kind of lined itself up to where like, okay, like he's helped me to get me here. And now I'm like, he's, I'm, I'm almost like, now it's kind of like time for me to spread my wings yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this next year is about really, you know, establish, establishing myself as one of the best defenders in the country, not just in my age group, but yeah. in all of college soccer. And I really, I really think that's going to like this off seasons. A lot of people have been like saying, Oh, like, now we get to have fun and enjoy ourselves and like not c- kind of like take a little break. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny, like I came home after winter break and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a couple of days off. And like, that was the worst couple of days <laughs> I've had in my life. But you were just fiending for more. I was just more. fiending yeah. to get right yeah. back into it. And I just really think that this next year, like is going to be a lot, a lot better than, than this freshman year was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hard to believe, but you know, I just, I'm excited to go back and like really just, I, again, I've made a list of things that I really want to work on and things I want to add to my repertoire in the game. And I just, I'm just going to, I can't wait to get back and just yeah. get, get grinding in for, you know, a season starts in August, but it starts now really. It starts right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never ends. Yeah. I mean, you know, like team results are obviously super important. There's nothing more satisfying than the team winning, winning championships. Absolutely. Like, you can get all the individual accolades you want, but it's never going to feel as good as, as a team being successful. Like, if the team succeeds, then the individual succeeds. And, like, yes, that was exactly. – I had a coach, Diego Castro, and that was – that's, like, he said, you know, like, if the team does well, then the individuals will shine. Of and course. And if that's also true in reverse, too. It's also true in reverse. If the individuals if step the, up. If the to, individuals yeah. step up, if – if everyone is succeeding individually, then that team the success team. is yep. inevitable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, that has a lot to do with like the like the team. Like, like in, at Notre Dame, everyone shows up to work every single yeah. day, and like they do it because, the, of course, they want the team to win, but also they want to be the best version, best like player that they can possibly be. Yeah, and, like that's just been a huge thing that I've like. Like seeing like, cause like, you know, like youth soccer, like you're, everyone's good, but you know, there's those players that kind of like, oh, I'm just doing this for fun, all yep. this kind of thing. But there, it's like, even the guys who play zero minutes, like they are, they're still working because they want to be starters. They everyone wants to play the whole game, and it's just unbelievable to see the amount of effort. Like, like you can't take a day off or else. Yeah. Like, and and is that is that mentality right there? If you had that mentality you literally cannot lose. You can't lose. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Like, champions, real champions, they never lose. Sometimes the results might not go in their favor, but that doesn't mean they're losing, like in, right? Against Clemson, like, in that locker room, like, it wasn't... It wasn't that... Like, everyone was sad, of course, but in that locker room, there's a feeling of, you know, like... It's... Our coach said it. He's like, great that we've made it this far like it's an unbelievable season but I know each and every one of you are looking for more and yeah I know that we're going to come back in the spring and be even more committed to just reaching that level again and surpassing it absolutely I mean the main thing is like champions real champions just always find a way to get it done Mm -hmm. failure is never fatal 
Mm-hmm. You know, when 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 champions fail, it actually brings them closer to yeah. success. It's it's that that they use to learn and and to grow from each experience, whether it be positive or negative. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So like like when I say champions never lose, obviously like you lose on the scoreboard sometimes. Everyone does, but how are you going to use that experience to then develop and grow Absolutely. from it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, with that said, with that in mind, like what kind of, I guess, what are the main sacrifices that you made to get to where you are now? Um, you know, like I said, like up until about like seventh or eighth grade, like I was a normal kid, you know, did normal kid stuff, but then yeah. I just didn't, I'd find myself like out hanging out with friends, but like, in reality, like, I just felt something, like, I just was, like, I don't really fit here. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, I understood that, and I realized, like, I just need, like, I just want to do everything that I can to, you know, be the best player that I can. Like, I'm yeah. obsessed with this game, and it's just, like, it's, sure, it's, like, caused me a lot to, like, miss out on stuff, like, like, missing, missing, like, family events, not being able to, you know, hang out with your friends every day, not seeing people for three years and then finally seeing them again just because like yeah i'm so busy and i embrace that busyness and i embrace that feeling of oh you know i like every time i think to myself like oh i wish i could go to this i remember but i can't because i'm working towards this yeah mm-hmm. like even like moving away from home like it was my my like senior year of high school and i was like oh like i'm gonna i'm about to like go to college i'm gonna like I don't have much time left with my family, but, like, I understood, like, hey, that's okay. Like, I can kind of do that stuff after I'm done playing kind of thing. But, yeah, just always putting soccer first uh, is what Mm -hmm. I've kind of done in my life. Yeah. I mean, right there is, like, it's, like, a good example of, like, you're making a sacrifice. You're losing something, but you're actually gaining something from that. It's Mm -hmm. an addition by subtraction. Exactly. That's super important to be successful again at anything that and you do like in my case like i chose like the sacrifice that i made but you can also if you don't want to sacrifice then that's okay like yeah like it's okay but but what is it that you want What's exactly the you gotta yeah. just that like the way be I, clear about that every single thing i do i put 100 percent effort into and like if i'm gonna do like if i'm gonna play soccer then i'm gonna like i'm gonna play soccer like, yeah i'm gonna put my all into it yeah, for sure. What kind of personal success habits have you developed along the way? Like, what's one or two things that you do basically every single day or almost every day that you didn't used to do that you know that helps you be a better version of you? Yeah, I just, I spend a lot of time alone. And yeah. I'm comfortable. Like, I'll, like, in the morning, like, I have my phone off. Like, yeah, I will that's not, good. I'll not be on my phone, just kind of, like... And at night, like morning and nights, there's no phone. Like I put it up and then I just have some time to myself and just think about like, kind of go through in my head like, okay, like I have these goals. Did I do what I mm-hmm. did today get me closer to my goals than yesterday? Reflection at yeah. night and then kind in of the a morning, preview I'm just in like, the morning. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to yeah. go work, go train. Then I'm going to go do this. I kind of like, in the mornings, I also like just kind of just spend some alone time and like kind of almost self-reflect almost like okay like i'm thankful for that i had this like i sometimes i do like stop and i look at my success because i feel like i have Mm -hmm. to because if not i'm just going to be down this constant snowball of just 
got to do this, got to do this. And then it's going to be over. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever have that true satisfaction where like, it's like we have our psychologist that we work with at Notre Dame and our big thing he's taught me is like, he always says, be present in the moment. Yeah. Like just in, just be where you are right now. And just like, and that's the whole thing that like through our playoff run, I was just like, okay, this is, mm-hmm. this is special. Like even like after the game against Clemson, I was like, okay, like, that was unbelievable. Yeah. But at the same time, wanting more. It's, it's, uh, I figured out what I wanted to say it was you can be satisfied but not complacent. Yeah. Is what I yeah. really, really believe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, those are two very different things. And I, I, I love, you know, that, that habit that you've established. That's something that I've worked hard to, like, well, I haven't worked super hard at it because I still haven't developed that that habit yet. But like, it's something that I have thought about. I've tried to do because I really don't like being on my phone. But you know, like I'm just like super busy all yeah, the time. I wake to up to things that I have to like address right away, and so it can be hard to like just you know make that distinction and separate the two and just focus on just just you know being with myself because when you are on your phone whether whether you know it or not you're actually with the whole world yeah mm-hmm. and 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 when when you're with the whole world you're influenced by all of their opinions all of the things that they're doing and so that that affects your mentality that yeah. affects what you do day to day and if you can just like block the rest of the world out and just focus on being with yourself a little bit it just gives you more clarity of purpose and it allows you to then like act on it you know um, so I love it. I love right. it. That's a really good one. I've also started this kind of new thing. Like I just kind of sometimes do nothing. Yeah. Like I'm, I've really enjoyed doing nothing. Yeah. And I like, like nothing. Like, you mean like not watching TV, not watching, uh, I was, not I, on I, your I, phone. I listen like, to music. Like when I do, okay, I, just, I kind of listen to music and I just kind of just chill and just yeah. relax. Like I'll, I added that to my nighttime routine where I, right before I go to bed, I kind of just turn on like. Turn on LED lights. Yeah. Turn off all the lights. And just play some music. Yeah. Just chill out and just think about nothing sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I know the world wants to know what are we listening to. Uh, <laughs> I'm vibing. Uh, some death metal before bed. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of like some whiskey. There you go. Just kind of like chill vibe. The island vibes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Not yeah. just because I have a lot going on and yeah. I understand like it's important sometimes to just take my foot off the gas and it's not like a week or anything or like a couple days it's like just like 15 minutes before bed just kind of do nothing that's all that's all that's all you need just a little recharge my battery then go to sleep and then the next day just back at it again back at it so what uh, have been your biggest challenges along the way and how have you overcome them college is just a different yeah thing just both physically demanding and psychologically demanding because like there'll be days where you know like finals week was right in the middle was right before college like the whole playoff run it was getting ready for finals and so like yeah just balancing you know i have to because if you don't get the grades you can't play yeah so it's like okay like i understand like i want to be play at the highest level so i need to be at the highest level off the field and I think the on-the-field habits that I've created for myself have helped me off the field and vice versa. Because, like, I just know, I like, I like to 
I like to say one of my best qualities is that like I have a very good will, mm -hmm. and like nothing's like if I need to do something, I like, I will do it. Yeah, like I'll make sure to get it done, like no matter what. And just you know realizing that hey, like it's not like element or it's not like high school where like oh I missed this assignment, can I turn it in a couple of days late? It's like if you miss the assignment, like. That sorry, tough love. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. tough love, and like being on the road and stuff. Like, <clears throat> I was still responsible for the material that went like in that class that day, so it was just constantly like I had to study for the first yeah. time. I had to do homework for the first time. I had study hall, like just those different things that they don't tell you much about. Like, yeah. people don't really get to understand like the sacrifices and time that it, and the effort that goes into being mm -hmm. a student athlete because you're expected to hold two very, very high standards in two very different parts of your life. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's just ownership, ownership. Yeah. It all comes back to that. So, last question, Josh. If you could go back to 12, 14 years old, right around that time where kind of everything was just starting for you. Obviously, you played soccer before then, but, you know, kind of at the beginning of everything, of, of your rise, you know, what advice would you give to yourself? Um, yeah, I just... I would tell myself, and I actually just started, I kind of already gave myself this advice and kind of started implementing it now, but like, just enjoy every single moment. Yeah. Just, and like, I I love playing soccer, but there's so many moments where I kind of wish I would have slowed down, just taking it all in, whether that be, you know, that national championship run, whether that be like, the national team camps, national team tournaments, it's like, just, I know like it's there for like, I'm going to places for like, it's a business trip, actually a business trip. But, like now I've, in college, like I've kind of like, almost like kind of take, not a step off the gas, but like I've almost allowed myself to have more fun with the game. Cause at the end of the day, it's a game. It is, yeah. It's, you gotta love it. That's I love it. Just the moments, just Appreciate slow down. It. Yeah. 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 Never overlook something, never, just slow down and just really just enjoy every single moment, every single day. It's, it goes by like like I'm just now like figuring it out. Like people say, oh, time flies. Like it's just it gonna does, it's man. gonna be over like that. But it, so cool. I feel like it I was really in college does. yesterday. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> but hey, man, that's awesome. I appreciate your time, Josh. Yeah, I want to wish you like just all the best of of luck this this coming year. I know you're gonna kill it mm -hmm. and. You know, we'll definitely have to follow up with you for sometime sure, soon. For sure. Pod. For sure. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother.